What's good, everybody? First, before you listen to this podcast, I just want to say I love you guys and just appreciate with all my heart. Um, I hope everybody's doing super well. I also want to talk about the new hit show, Tea with Gary V, every morning, 9 a.m. Eastern on Facebook Live, facebook.com slash Gary, um, Tea with Gary V, 9 a.m. to 11 a.m., two hours of me doing Q&A with people individually the deepest, deepest in-depth that I've ever done, more than Ask Gary V. I'm super excited about it. It's on facebook.com slash Gary every morning at 9 a.m. Eastern. It's a smash if you go on social media, people are freaking out. Maybe my best content pillar ever. If you wanna get your questions on it, you can ask at 212-931-5731 on my community app. That's where we're taking the questions from, and what I mean by that is you ask the question there, use hashtag T with Gary V, and then somebody from my team goes in there and contacts you and actually gets you to be in the prompt for asking the question on the show in video form on Zoom, which is the infrastructure I'm using to then distribute out to Facebook. T with Gary V, the new smash hit show, 9 to 11 a.m. Eastern. West Coast, wake up at that 5.45 time, brush your teeth and get on it. We got a lot of West Coast people on it. Hope you enjoy it. Hope I see you there. Love you guys. See ya. This is the Gary V Audio Experience. Good afternoon, everybody. Sunday afternoon, uh, testing a new format of Tea with Gary V. I'm your host, Gary Vaynerchuk. This is like water with Gary V on a Sunday afternoon. Pretty excited. Um, got some questions lined up from the audience. Also, if you're watching on YouTube, LinkedIn, Facebook and Twitter live right now. Please leave comments. Let me know what you think of this format and how it's coming across to you and uh, and comments about the show itself and what you like. A big shout out. Hope everybody's families are healthy and secure. Hope everybody is starting to process and get settled into a new reality. Hope everybody is starting to find their way uh, and see their opportunities and be grateful and humble and let's get into the show. All right, Dustin, I'm ready for my first question. Looking forward to it. And here we go. Hi. Oh, you're no audio. Can't hear you. Yep. Dustin, make sure you prep people on audio. Nope. Okay. I'll keep yapping. Uh, so everybody, let's see what's going on on Twitter. If you don't know this, a little fun fact about me, Twitter is absolutely the place, besides 212-931-5731, Twitter's by far the place where you get the most responses from me. Hello? Nope. Um, and it is uh, no question, um, this is why we're doing a little test run on Sunday afternoon, little impromptu test run, new format. Um, and so uh, I'm excited that, uh, that we're getting through some of these glitches right now. Oh shit. <laughs> How are you? Yo, what's up, Gary? How are you? Oh, what's your name? Leslie. Leslie it's such a pleasure. Awesome. So <laughs> my question to you is how do you stay in your lane when you want to try different things that you don't necessarily have enough knowledge on it? Like what would you talk about on all different platforms? The, the process. You know, okay. people think expert is the only way to go. And I, yeah. and I think documenting the journey to becoming expert is actually potentially more fascinating. I think, oh, yeah. I think 22 year old me, 24 year old me of like learning wine and learning marketing in the trend mm. would have been fascinating content. So when you say document the journey of becoming, because I heard you say that in one of the other talk, videos. Yeah, let's talk about you. What do you, what do you, let's talk about what you, what are you trying to get into? 
So I, <laughs> it's a couple things. Um, I really want to learn how to direct music videos. Okay. Um, and, but I also, like I did what you said, create a podcast Love it. and it's a visionary's tale. Um, I've been trying to get guests on there, but with my dog, she's not helping me record. Um, but my, like, I also love getting to know people and their process behind their vision and everything, you know, and that's kind of what the podcast is about. But a couple things. First of all, yeah, don't sweat the dog situation. If you're saying that the dog is barking sometimes or bothering you, I actually think that makes your podcast more charming. <laughs> okay. I'm some real shit like I think people okay. think production and yeah. underthink humanity. Yeah. I think, you know, think Hell about, yeah. You see where I'm going? Think about I do. You know, like, people are starting to get to know each other better because they're, you know, my mom's curtains are in the background. Like people like love like real shit. So okay. don't listen, people always have excuses. You don't strike me as an excuse person, but it's subconscious. No. The dog is not fucking you up. Yeah, it's not. And like I had all these questions prepared and when I was trying to record, like she was just growling at me, messing with the laptop, but hell yeah, I will do it. Also, also interviewing people that have made music videos, like you should DM 4,000 people right now. Celebrities, yeah. celebrities, influencers, tastemakers, athletes, rappers, culture, models, like everybody's responding to more DMs and more lives. They are, yeah. I actually did DM people. But I guess it's like, and I don't want to take up too much time. How exactly, like who is the target? Because I know you say start at the top and then work your way down. But for me, it's like I've been reaching out to local videographers that I want to get to know more of. But should you take the chance and yeah. like Cole Bennett or Taj Stansberry? Because Cole's a good kid and he might just be in a lyrical lemonade kind of mindset that moment. Yeah. Because there is no chance. Like that was a very important moment. Of course you should take the chance. You should take the chance to hit up for yeah. rap. You know, like, like, <laughs> chance. like what's going to happen? Your feelings got hurt that Pharrell didn't Yeah. them. You know, the answer <laughs> there is no chance. You got to reframe it. You can't. Yeah, definitely. You a yes if you don't ask. Yeah, and like listening to your content, I stopped necessarily caring about shit. Yeah. Like, been posting my truth and my authentic self on Instagram and all platforms. I lost a lot of followers, but I have been engaging more with other people, and I think that shit's sick. So, thank you, Gary. You're welcome. It's always depth over width. I'd rather have 837 people who give a fuck than 8,000 that don't. All right, man. Thank you so much, dude. I appreciate it. Got you. All right, Leslie coming in with Pete. That was a really good question. Um, really good question. All right, mom. Special delivery. Hi. Hey, Annalie. Um, thanks for being here to answer my question. My question for you was, um, I'm a product designer and I'm looking at um starting a business and I'm not sure if I should separate um, my business from my personal social media accounts and my blog. Um, I'm not sure people will be interested in what I'm selling or if it's going to be bothersome to them. Um, I think, I think that, I think that, so what is the, so one more time, your personal accounts, what is the business going to be? Um, so I'm looking to get into gift and novelty products. Love. And that's my passion. That's what I love. You're clearly going to make a 
account, social media accounts for that business, right? Yeah. And then what I would do is I would spur out things about um, that, you know, in your pro- personal profile, but not make it all of the stuff. So for example, okay. I'm putting out all sorts of content all the time to bring value. Um, and what what I'm looking to do is um, is really try to, uh, I'm sorry, I'm doing a private chat, so I'm testing some new stuff. Dustin, I thought I was private chatting you, but I'm private chatting Forella, so that's kind of interesting, so we need to figure that part out. So Annalie, um, the, the thing that you're, um, gonna do is what I kind of do with wine text, right? So I share my normal stuff, which is try to bring new value and everybody else. But once in a while for my dad's business, I'll post something and say, sign up for wine text. You're going to do the same thing. You're going to create an account for the business, but occasionally on your own personal, definitely the first day, like you're going to pound all your personal accounts and say, Hey, I've started this new business. It would mean the world to me if you could check it out and maybe even pick up something if you're interested. And then a week later, you're going to say, man, this is tough doing this new thing. Here's my business. You know, so I think it's three to 30% of your content for the first you know, couple of months of its launch that will go really well. Okay. That's really helpful. Um, and then one other question is I have a blog that kind of relates to the product that I'm hoping to sell. And I'm just wondering, should I leverage the blog and like have the product for sale on the blog or should I just completely rebuild the website for that? One more time, I apologize. I'm testing out a new platform and I just realized I have the live chat button. So Dennis Weber and Stove and Gonzalo, Henry Yu, I'm getting excited. So I apologize, Annalie. One more time. No, no worries. Um, so my question for you was, um, I have a blog that relates to kind of gift and novelty and DIY. And I thought I could use that as a platform to sell the product. Um, but I'm not sure if that's the right avenue to go or if I should just have a completely new website for the Definitely product. Definitely sell in that world because that's a very close correlation. And again, it's about jabs and right hooks, right? The reason I wrote that book is that you can give, 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 and then once in a while you ask. And there's nothing wrong for asking with business. What's wrong is manipulating people into buying shit, not asking after you've provided value. And the other vulnerability that people have is when they ask and and most people don't sign up for it or buy it, they get disappointed. They have expectations. They say, I've had this blog for a year. I've given you so much value. And why didn't any of you fuckers buy my stuff? And the reality is you can't have that expectation. You're asking, you're not demanding. So as long as you're comfortable with politely asking um, and dealing with however many you get, then you'll be super fine. Awesome. Thank you so much. You're you're welcome, Annalie. Take care of yourself. You too. Thank you. Comments are coming in. I love this. Corey Kimball. So you're able to see like all these comments on the side? Yep. Good. Awesome. Yeah, I can see them. Mitchell, I can't do anything with them, but I'm loving it. And it shows where it's coming from, right? So and day on on YouTube, you know, XYRBN on YouTube, uh, Hippie Picnic on Periscope. This is great. Paula Clark, what's good? Let's go. Brigham County, New Jersey. Nicole, what's up? Love this. Big shout out to everybody. There we go. Oh no, Fiorella. We're going to keep working on it. We're going to help you. We're going to get you back on. I promise. We're going to keep trying. Um, Joey, what's good? How's it going? Super well. Where are you from? I'm from Chicago area, suburbs. Love it. What's good, man? 
Okay, so um, over winter break, yep, I got like really into TikTok, and for like a month, I grinded on it, and I actually like I exploited a niche and like I gained a following. And over like the past month, I got like upwards of like, I got I think I reached like three hundred thousand, which was awesome. But then like recently, kind of like out of nowhere, it just like I hit a plateau. It was like going up, and then it just like stopped. You know, started going down, and so happening to a lot of people you know why is it because the market saturated or that's what i figured brother this is why i was fucking yelling like a motherfucker 18 months ago of like go 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 it's, yeah it's like, yeah it's like real estate let me give you the comp joey it's like a part of chicago suburb starts getting hot and it goes from kind of ghetto to going to rich area and you can buy up shit and the houses are fifty thousand at first and then when everybody fucking figures it out all of a sudden miraculously the houses are two hundred fifty thousand. that's in money terms in real estate that's what happens with attention on social networks yeah i figured because like all the kids are coming back from college and they're just scrolling through social media all the time and tiktok itself is just exploding bro. yeah that's true okay. and uh, so so like my my original question was like I kind of like just stick to my niche, I guess. And so, do you love your? Um, like, what is your niche? So, <laughs> my niche is uh, it's like an eight-year-old kid figuring out stuff about the real world. Fucking love and it. So I like I dress up like an eight-year-old kid, sure. and then like I kind of made like. You want to be an like, actor or a comedian when you get older? Um, now or I'm what? honestly not sure. Like I'm a creative musical type person, Dude, but that, I honestly have no idea what I do with my life. So that's a super creative concept. I fucking love that. So yeah, I, I'm like an eight-year-old kid figuring out about the real world. And then like I kind of gradually expanded it into like a niche about kind of like a family sitcom on TikTok. But the problem is, is that none of my videos are getting on the For You page for like the last two or three weeks. And I don't know whether I should like switch it up a little bit or I should just- well, look, you can do both. Out content. I would probably do both. I would maintain that sitcom, okay. but I would become like a, I would become like Dave Chappelle. Like the Dave Chappelle show, like that's one of the things. The next okay, and then just okay, that makes sense. So now and you do like a little thing to kind of keep the audience going, and then keep it intact. Okay, that makes sense. Right, because now create another character, like the douchebag DJ, and do like exactly. and do character, and then create like literally, literally, literally SML the shit out of your channel. Just make a ton of characters, all this stuff. Keep it going. If you have the creativity to create the eight-year-old. You probably have the creativity for four to five other things. You know you can do. That makes it is that mixes it up. It also makes us wait for. I used to watch in Living Color, just waiting for Homie the Clown. And some weeks it wasn't on, and some weeks it wasn't. I think that's where you can find your creativity, including your sixth. You know, if you think about it, it's the eight-year-old, it's the DJ, it's the father, it's the, the old lady character, and then it's just actually you, Joey. And just like a video of like, yo, so this is how I've been thinking about my shit. Like you okay. could break the fourth wall. Like you could do it all. You're in fucking control. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Beauty. All right, perfect. All right, my man. Thank you so much, man. Appreciate it. We're here to give tactics, give real fucking advice on Tea with Gary Vee. It's mindset and it's fucking execution. Clouds and dirt. If you don't have both, I, everybody's got fucking ideas. Nobody gives a fuck about it, your idea. Ideas are great and they're the way the world turns. But guess what? If you don't execute on your ideas, they're fucking dog shit. People hide behind ideas because they don't want to fucking execute because they're scared to put themselves out there because they're fear-based because they're worried about other people's judgments and people literally fucking don't live their lives based on other people's opinions. And I've been put on this fucking earth to suffocate the fuck out of that conversation. Hey, Jess. Hi Gary, how are you? I'm extremely well. How are you? I'm great, and I I'm so thrilled because I don't even care if you don't answer my question. I have to tell you, 
you may have given my daughter some of the best advice she needed as a teenager because um, you were in Minnesota a couple summers ago and we came up to see you from Wisconsin and she was like 15 at the time and I was kind of hoping, okay, well maybe Gary will inspire her with income or something like that, generating money. And actually you said to the audience, so what are you gonna do? Are you gonna give up on your happiness because you're too afraid of having a tough conversation with a mom, dad, grandparent. So instead you're gonna do what they want you to do instead of trying what you wanna try. And she just like, I can't even tell you. She brings you up all the time. She literally, we were listening to you this week on Wednesday morning while we were making breakfast. And she's like, mom, when this thing's over, can we please go see Gary again? Like we need to go here. I love that guy. So I hope you go out on the road again because we're gonna come and find you somewhere. Thank you, Jess. You don't even know how nice that makes me feel. Yeah, it was seriously, I, I don't think you can possibly understand how important that message was for her in her life right now. I love it's, it. It's huge. So I love thank it. You. What can I answer for you? Okay, so I quit teaching about just under two years ago and decided to go all in on my content writing business and got really, really blessed got some great retainer clients. And now in the past like nine to 10 months, I really started shifting towards copywriting and I okay. love it. And I'm really trying to master the craft, getting up early, practicing, doing all that kind of stuff. But now I'm seeing how I need to not just rely on referrals and word of mouth. I need to start building an audience. But then of course, coronavirus has hit and I'm just kind of like, I'm trying to master the craft. I'm trying to get new clients going online and I'm just kind of struggling with what do I prioritize? Where do I spend my time? That kind of stuff. I think you spend your time on putting out um, sample work, um, engaging with people, starting a Facebook group of small business owners in the Minnesota suburb. What I think most people don't understand is that business is human and it's about humanity and people. And so I think the number one thing that you need to really think about is just building a community and getting people to know you like, you know, moms, moms dealing with this, you know, in a Facebook group and you get to know Sarah in Cleveland through it. And then when this is over or even later, when you get into like, what do you do? Like literally being the kind of person online that is really good at a cocktail party where you're not handing out your business card to everybody and trying to get everybody to just do business with you. You're just genuinely being human, talking about the weather, talking about Corona, talking about sports, talking about getting back to real life, talking about kids and, and husbands and just being a human. And then inevitably in that conversation, it comes around to, by the way, what do you do? And so I think it's content and community, right? Putting out content, what kind of content? It could be a million things. You making a video of just why you decided to get into copywriting and just posting that on your Facebook and Instagram. If 87 people watch it, it begins the process. And then I think joining a ton of groups. I think one of the great things that people don't talk about is virtual networking. Starting up Google Hangups, Hangouts and Zooms and other things of that nature, just being the community leader, like literally posting on your Facebook right now, like do 10 people want to get you know a happy hour with me tonight and just shoot the shit? You know, and like, here, I'll send out the Google Hangout link. I, I think networking, just being a human is a huge factor. Great, thank you. You're welcome. Take care, Jess. Take care. It's fun. All right, um, Dustin, get on here. Everybody can see you, right? Yep. Okay, I love that. 
So just a couple things. One, the comments that you've been flashing down here, I love that. Okay. A way to make them sit there longer or when you hit flash, that's how long they sit. No, they can sit for a while. It's just a... Uh... I want to give people the clout and the exposure and it's cool. fun, right? Like, yeah, you, know, yeah, I like it. you know, I would have loved it if I was watching Randy the Macho Man Savage doing a live 20 years ago and he pinned my comment. So A, I want to do that. Okay. Um, B, a lot of people I see in the comments in the live stream are trying to figure out how this works. So A, um, uh, you can if you see people putting up questions, I don't mind you throwing that up, not just nice comments. Okay. Like utility questions, not an actual question because that's what the people on the screen are for. Mm -hmm. uh, Team Gary, if you're watching this right now, which I know you are, in Periscope and YouTube, a lot of places, a lot of questions are like, what's the format? How do I get on the show? I want to do a lot more community management in the streams, helping people. There's a, just a ton, a ton of questions, so let's do that. Um, I like the rotation that you're doing, you know, over by you on the share this live. I think that's super fucking rad. Um, I like the phone number. I like, so I like a nice healthy mix. I would say 30 seconds on the comments. You were doing about five before. Yeah. It was just more of like me just kind of experimenting. Seeing. Yeah. yeah. Let's try, let's do, let me go to the next question. Just do five, 10, 15 and 20 second intervals of just all comments while I'm on. Let's see what that feels like. Cool. Awesome. Let's get this going. Okay, let's try it again. You got you it. You can hear me. Oh my gosh, third time's a charm. How's it going, Gary? How you doing? How's your Sunday going? Going well. How are you? Good, good, good. It's a little bit delayed, but that's okay. I'm. We'll work with it. One hundred percent. What can I answer for you? So I am a wedding planner. Perfect time to do that. I'm also in the middle of construction, which is where I am right now. Um, we were just scraping floors, so the flooring could come on Monday. But my question is not for me. It's actually for my entire community. Um, I live in a little town called Wisconsin Dells. Woohoo! Shout out to my town. <laughs> we are a tourism capital of the, of the Midwest, um, known for water parks, big group conventions, um, day trippers, overnight stays. So right now we're taking a really big hit because all of my friends, everybody that I know, it, they're either a owner or they're employed by one. So I know social media can be a really big help. Matter of fact, the last networking event that I attended was a bunch of owners wondering how can they even get started with social media? And now they have plenty of time. So my question for you is, as a community, what can we do to have a campaign or something that can unify us because our customers are not here. Our customers are in Chicago, Minnesota, all over the states. So what can we do right now? So when this is all over, we can have a recovery plan. It's about building awareness to people that don't know about you and creating stickiness with the people that do. So things that run through my mind, if I'm a water park in the area, I'm thinking about, obviously I'm worried about my employees, I'm worried about myself, but what can I do for the community? Is there a donation I can do? Is there something nice I can do? Can I build up some temporary testing sessions? Like A, A, what can I do for the world? B, the next thing I'm thinking about is producing content around the stories of 
the reality of our place. So I would immediately go into story time, make three, four different videos about how my grandfather started it, you know, where we started it, what was the first breakthrough, the tough times, the, the good times, the bad times, legitimately stories. Um, then I would start doing also um, Zooms and record them with the 25, 50 employees or people in the community record them just shooting the shit and literally just take like an, our own conversation telling everybody we're recording this and we're going to put it on YouTube. Literally it's about creating content to build awareness of the area because the reality is the core business is not going to I'm be- I'm not able- hearing you, but- You're not hearing me? No, I can't hear you anymore. I'm going to give the answer and then we're going to move on. I'm just So the, the reality right now during this time is to tell stories, to get people to know about your place and so when your business is, when you're a restaurant right now or a convention center or anything affected so aggressively by this, a wedding planner, you know, right now is the time to story tell about you to the world. This is the time to set up an account on every platform and create content, content, content so that people are aware. So when this is over, you have a better chance of getting some of it back. Some things you just can't navigate through. They're, they're just ironclad. And right now, what is ironclad is people are not going to large gatherings. And, and so if you look at what the NBA is doing, they're thinking about playing horse at home. They're, they're doing video game stuff. It's just about creating content during this time. Okay, so I hopefully I can watch the live so I can hear you, but thank you so much. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Bye. I love this. Big shout out to Susan Keeley, Seth Bieber, Carla Hendrickson, excuse me, all on Facebook right now. I'm loving this. Charles Clark, my man in the YouTube community. I appreciate you being here. Marcus J. Carey. What's good? What's up, Gary? How you doing? I'm well, what's your name? Mike. Mike, real pleasure. Yeah, 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 man. I've been I've been trying to talk to you for the last year, dude. Glad glad I'm on. We made it. Where are you from? Yeah, yeah. Made it. Made it. Yeah, yeah. Dude, my friend Brad Smith used to play for the Jets. Um, Missouri, yeah. right? Back in Missouri. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was, at one point, I was like, "Yo, Brad, how can you get me in a in a room with Gary?" <laughs> Number sixteen. Baller. He uh, was yeah. a special team maniac in 2009-10. Those runs right. were fundamental to our success. Big shout out to Brad Smith. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Brad and I go to the same church, so he's, I see him all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. So here's my question. So, Gary, I am um, I'm an entrepreneur and I'm an educator. So I work at a school that uses adaptive learning software in, in place of direct instruction. So there's no math teacher there's a math app, right? Science app. What that does is that shortens the school day, the, the academic portion to be only two hours, and the rest of the day is spent learning life skills and doing like like interest-based projects, right? So like we can do things that nobody else can do. Like mm-hmm. I actually taught a um, a workshop to kids about how to flip sports cards on eBay, right? Mm-hmm. So for six weeks, kids were like stealing stuff from their parents, flipping it on eBay, right? The the only like issue with the model is that that right now education like this is not sustainable for low income communities. So I'm trying to figure out like what is a revenue model or like a profit model, some business model that you think could make this how much is accessible? It right now we're thirteen thousand uh, for K through eight, and then uh, I think twenty four thousand for high school per year. Per year. All right. So look, you got to go into fundraising for scholarships. 
you gotta go into corporate America and see if Chase Bank or or Salesforce, you gotta fucking grind. You gotta hit high right. net worth individuals and you gotta and you gotta fucking people are getting crunk in the background. I love it. Like, <laughs> um, uh, you gotta go to high network. If look, if you can't drive down the cost, if you can't discount it to lower income, then you need to figure out how to go directly into uh, high net worth individuals and organizations and get scholarships or something that I think could work. When I think about an app, you can start thinking things like Cisco and SAP and Salesforce. You see where I'm going? All of a sudden I'm thinking, hmm, Mark Benioff's one of the best dudes on earth when it comes to entrepreneur and giving a fuck. Is, is his company capable of writing a $10 million check, which goes ham for a fuckload of kids, subsidizing through people who can afford it around feeling good about themselves, looking for the clout or corporate objectives. Real talk. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Thank good you. Good luck. Talk to you soon. Can't wait to meet yeah. you in person. All right. I'm going to be wrapping up here in a second. Uh, let's get, you got one more for me, Dustin? Ron or Williams, what's good? There, we got two in, two in the queue. All right, let's bang them out real fast. Okay. Hello. Hey, Tom, where are you from? I'm Toronto. Very nice to meet you. You too. Um, so quick, just quick question. Um, so my parents, um, their doctor, dentist, they forced me to go to dental school. I'm in my third year, so I'm almost done. So I can't really do it. Yes, and I can't do really do anything about it other than like finish and whatnot. Yeah. And um and yeah, so I really do hate it. Um, each day it's really hard and whatnot. So um, like even when I graduate, I'm not sure if I actually want to actually be a dentist. So you I'm don't. Like, you don't. Yeah. Tom, listen to me. Tom, mm -hmm. there is no way on earth that you can be a dentist. You fucking hate it. Mm -hmm. You're yes. going to be 36 yeah. years old and you're going to resent your parents for your whole life. You're going to resent them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's what I'm afraid of, which sucks. You, yeah. you, you already have underlining resentment towards them. Mm -hmm. Yes, I do, yeah. And you, um, love your, you, love your, you love your parents. Yes, yes, I do. And my mom, she wants me to take over her dental practice because she is the owner of her own practice. So, yeah, there's that complication too. So, No. Yeah. Mm -hmm. no. Tom, yeah. I won't let you. I will go to Toronto and put you out of business and start my own dental practice if you do that. Oh, okay. You can't do that. Mm -hmm. you're, Tom, you're gonna, be, you're gonna be sad. Yes, yeah, I know. Um, I'm already very like, sad. It's like yep. taking a- um... can, I, can I help you? Mm -hmm. Okay, number one, Tom, mm -hmm. you're not gonna be a dentist. Mm -hmm. I promise you, you will not. Mm -hmm. Number two, the next year and change of, how long are you in dental school for? Um, I have one more year, uh, but because of the coronavirus, yeah, it may, it may yeah. Mm -hmm. You're gonna treat that year differently than you treat it every other year. You're gonna enjoy yourself and it's gonna be your last vacation. Mm -hmm. You're gonna treat it as a vacation. You're gonna try to pass, of course, yeah. Yeah. but you're not gonna stress as much and you're gonna enjoy your downtime. You're gonna study a little less and mm -hmm. you're gonna have more fun. Mm -hmm. And then you're gonna come out of school and you're gonna tell your parents you're not taking over the dental practice and they will be upset mm -hmm. and they will, mom will cry. Mm -hmm. Let me just get, hold on one second. Mom will cry, she'll cry. And dad or mom will be like, you're an idiot, you're bad. 
for 12 months, for 24 months, for 36 months, but you cannot be a dentist, Tom. It's the most obvious thing I've ever seen in my life. You hate it. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes, <laughs> that's true. Um, yeah, I was, I was thinking like what I could do after, like I really liked film and whatnot, but. So move to California, get mm -hmm. a shitty job and get <laughs> into the game. Yeah, yeah, I, that's, that's what I was thinking of doing. Like that or like New York or something like that, yeah. That's right. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Tom, listen to me. Yeah. You're, listen to me, because I don't believe that you're going to listen to me. I'm going to keep you on a little longer. Listen to me. Mm -hmm. Upsetting your parents for a short period of time so that you can have love forever is much more fun than making them fake happy for a period of time and then hating them forever. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes. Um, yeah, um, yeah. I, I know yeah, you said that um, numerous times before, um, and... I do understand, but um, do you I, want me? To, do you want me to come with you? Do you want me to fly home with you? And when you no, tell your parents, uh, I will come. No, I will I'm, come with you, and no. I will hold your hand, and we'll tell your parents we're not fucking gonna become dentists. Oh, my parents? No, I already told them, but they they're say, not listening. Like, they're like, yeah, exactly. Like the immigrant parent, um, like they're saying that like I'm being unrealistic. What else can I do and whatnot? Yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> I don't like it. I don't like mm -hmm. it. They're being selfish, Tom. They're mm -hmm. doing the wrong thing. They love you, mm -hmm. yes, but yes, they're being they but they're being selfish. Mm -hmm. They're wrong. Mm -hmm. yeah, Tom, yeah. Do, you, do you want me to come with you and sit with your parents and drink some tea and tell them what's up? Uh, I, I think I'm okay though. Uh, thank you for the offer. Yeah. Do, you, do you want to FaceTime me in when we start conversating and I'll sit there and give them a piece of my mind? Uh, 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 yeah, maybe sometime in the future. <laughs> okay, Tom. <laughs> Tom, listen to me. I, I, we're obviously playing around here a little bit. I know this is difficult. I know it's difficult, but I promise on all my heart. I promise. Mm -hmm. You can't become a dentist. It will be the worst decision of your life. Mm -hmm. I was thinking maybe I could do it like part-time and then part-time. No. No, 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 no. You're not going to be a dentist. Oh, the yeah. only reason you're going to do that is because you love your parents yeah. mm -hmm. and you respect your parents. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you to your beautiful young face, you're going to mm -hmm. end up hating them. Mm -hmm. no. Do you want to hate your parents? Uh, no, no, I don't. That's right. Mm -hmm. I know you don't. So mm -hmm. listen to me. You're on the verge of hating them because you're going to blame them and resent them your whole life. You are, I, I don't know if I've ever seen somebody hate Something more than I've seen you hate dentist. Mm -hmm. You fucking hate it. Mm -hmm. Yes, I, do. I can feel it. I have good chemicals like that. Mm -hmm. You can't be a dentist. Mm -hmm. Yes. You can't. Not part time. Not sometimes. Not over the summer. Nothing. Mm -hmm. It's over. Mm -hmm. Yes. Brother, yes. You, you can't do it. Yes. Um, yeah. Um, your parents will love you, and I'm gonna tell you something very powerful, very mm -hmm. powerful. Mm -hmm. Your parents will respect you more for not doing it mm -hmm. than doing it. Mm -hmm. It doesn't yeah. feel like that now. Mm -hmm. Listen, I'm from immigrant parents. I, mm -hmm. I live in immigrant circles. I know this isn't easy. I know that Americans and Canadians don't understand. It's a different culture. I know, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I know. Mm -hmm. But I'm telling you right now, I know so many 55-year-old Toms that are doctors, lawyers, engineers, mm -hmm. and dentists, mm -hmm. and they are not in a good place. Mm 
They're alcoholics, yeah. they're drug users, they have no relationship with their parents. And, and if it's not those three things, they're just sad. And that's mm-hmm. the worst of the fucking four of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's true. <laughs> you have to have courage to do this. Yeah, yeah, I do. Two to, two to three bad years, mm-hmm. two to three bad years, and a lifetime of a good relationship with your parents mm-hmm. versus, versus a lifetime of not a good relationship with your parents. Mm-hmm. Your parents are scared. They want you to be safe. Yep. They're, they're over coddling you. Yes. Mama's gonna give you the business. It's yes. gonna be okay. You can get married and ha- I can have grandchildren. She's being sh- selfish. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, that's true. Tom, if I fucking find out that you became a dentist, I swear to fucking God, I'm gonna go up to that dentistry and I'm gonna cause fucking havoc. <laughs> yes, yes, thank listen, you. <laughs> listen to me, Tom. Mm-hmm. T- you know my phone number, 212-9315. Yep. You're in Canada, right? I think yeah. it works in Canada. I think mm-hmm. it works in Canada. Listen to me. Listen to me. Use me. Mm-hmm. I, I I do not believe that we accomplished you not being a dentist here. I think we're gonna we're gonna hang up. Okay. And you're and you're and you're still gonna be a part-time dentist. And I don't like that feeling right now. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> I don't want that for you, brother. You're mm-hmm. gonna resent them, you're gonna be unhappy. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm afraid of. Yeah. Do me a favor, rewatch this video every day. Yep. I will do. <laughs> start editing, start playing, start reaching out, start DMing people that make content in LA. Mm-hmm. If you need help, I know a lot of directors and producers in LA. I will help you. Thank you. Tom, are you going to be a part-time dentist? Um, Tell I, me the truth, Tom. Uh, I don't. I know that I need us. Initially, I was thinking part-time dentist and then part-time like exploring film and my hobbies and my interests and whatnot. Um, so I have something to like um, pay for the bills and whatnot. Um, but uh, but yeah, I'm a bit unsure at the moment. But um, I do agree with you. I have thought about like not becoming a dentist after and just dropping it. But then um, it's like my mind's all over the place. Sometimes I would say be a part-time dentist. Sometimes I would say just drop it completely and pursue film. And it's like, yeah, it's a bit, and it's also parental pressures and it went on, but yeah. Listen to me, mm-hmm. money is not success. Happiness is success. Mm-hmm. Yes. You, ha- you have to, have to, have to, have to, have to go to Los Angeles, mm-hmm. get a shitty job in entertainment. Mm-hmm start networking in that world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, I would be so proud of you if you were a receptionist or an assistant or an intern of the intern in Hollywood more than fucking getting a job as a fucking dentist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know that uh, this is more like, I know because um, I'm Canadian and due to visa stuff, I need like a job offer before, but that's like- Good news, good news, Tom. Mm-hmm. Toronto and Vancouver film. Yes. Filled, exactly, yeah. filled with fucking jobs. Yeah, Toronto has a lot. Yeah, mm-hmm. and Vancouver, and it's fucking nice out there. Mm-hmm. Yes. Exactly. Where do your parents? Where do your parents live? Uh, we live in um, Toronto, or like in the in the um, Toronto suburbs. Area. Yeah. Okay, Tom, you need to go to Vancouver. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Like yeah, escape from. <laughs> you need to go to Vancouver. Mm-hmm. Okay, I would do that. Hold on one second. Hey, Brandon. Yeah. I'll call you right back on Wine Text. Oh, I'm I'm sitting here. Fixing Tom from Toronto's life on live stream. 
we're telling him not to be a, Brandon, can you, can you please tell him not to be a dentist? Uh, okay, don't be a dentist. Do you hear that, Tom? This is my best friend, Brandon, who's known me since, Brandon, you've known me since I was 14. Tell Tom how often I'm right. He's, he's pretty much right 99.8% of the time. <laughs> Usually more, actually. And Tom, this is not the 0.2% of the time. <laughs> I love you, Brandon, I'll call you back. Tom, yes. you're going to Vancouver. <laughs> and you're schlepping around lighting or doing some dog shit thing and you're gonna be the happiest fucker ever mm -hmm. or you're gonna stay in Toronto and fucking be miserable. Mm -hmm. Yes, thank you. You're welcome, Tom. Fuck, I think everybody just fell in love with Tom. Whew. Man, that wasn't... I mean, Blake, how the fuck are you gonna follow that? I know, right? Except, you know, we tried to push our kids to be dentists, but uh, they didn't, so <laughs> <it's pretty good. laughs> You're joking, or please tell me that's the truth. Yeah, that's the truth, yeah. Oh yeah. my God, Blake, that's fucking amazing. <laughs> oh, I love this shit. The, yeah. Did you hear my rant, Mom? The next guy on goes, we tried to push our kids to be dentists. <laughs> that's awesome, Blake, but they didn't listen to you. No, they didn't listen. We didn't push too hard, but uh, my wife had a, lot of, had a lot of clients that were dentists and we were like, yeah, these guys are killing it. And so we're thinking, we want our kids to be dentists, you know, but no, I, respect we didn't that. Push too hard. I get it. I get it. How are you? What can I help you with? Well, man, we're in a, uh, I started my company in 2013. We're a home inspection company. We've grown to 39 employees and we're just killing it every year. We were first quarter, we were up 54% year over year. And of course, now with this lockdown, you know, everything's just gone to shit. We can still work, but, uh, you know, people are just not buying houses. They're sitting on the sidelines. Of course. And so we pivoted. What's that? I said, of course. That makes sense. Yeah. So we kind of pivoted. So we did some research and we came up with a decontamination service where we can go in and decontaminate houses before people move in. And so that's, that's helping to bring in a little bit of revenue. Um, but now I'm just trying to grab market share and I love your mindset of, uh, abundance. And, um, you know, we try to keep that, but we're just trying to figure out the best way to grab market share now, even though it's not going to generate revenue. So 90% of our referrals come from realtors. And, uh, so that's who we work with. So I just wanted to have you started, where's your business? Where are you based? Uh, we're in Dallas, Fort Worth and Austin. I love it. So I would start a small business or even a real estate uh, Facebook group immediately. I would post on all your social networks, whether personal for the business, that you're hosting Zoom and Google Hangout sessions every night, happy hours to have businesses become the host of the party, of the discussion in real estate agents, real estate insurance brokers, um, you know, banks, uh, entrepreneurs, become the mayor of your town virtually, become the Pied Piper that hosts virtual happy hours and parties every night. People will become aware of you. It's networking, there's 50 people on the screen just talking shit, you're the fucking head of the table. Okay, Rick, what do you got, where are you from? Become, become the Pied Piper, become the host every night, Blake. I'm not kidding, immediately. This Monday, 7 p.m. on, on this link on Google, I'm hosting a party for all real estate agents, you know, construction, you know, developers. We're just going to shoot the shit for, for Dallas area, 
you know, real estate professionals. Uh, bring your bottle of wine, bring a beer, bring a cocktail, bring a coffee. We're gonna just shoot the fucking shit. And that to me, I guess Blake didn't like the advice. Blake, you didn't like that? I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Blake? He's still there, but I'm not sure. I say, Sorry. That's okay, Blake. Fine. Yeah. No worries, brother. No, that sounds awesome. Become the host of the party. Yeah. It will work. It will work because you're going to build awareness. Yeah, we've done some Zoom conferences, but I hadn't thought about just doing the hangouts every night. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. Every night, you know, 7 to 9 p.m., you know, Dallas or Texas, name it. Texas real estate professionals, you know, happy hours and just be the host and make it invite only. People have to hit you up and you got to approve them. It could be a whole fucking thing. Throw the party. It's the high school party rule. Whoever had the house to throw the party became cooler in high school. Your way of becoming cooler is that. Do you understand? Gotcha. Yeah. I and, got you, and you don't even, and you don't even need your parents to go away for the weekend. It's called fucking Google Hangouts and Zoom. <laughs> All right, man. That's All right, man. great. Talk to you it. soon. Right. Thank you. All right. I'm getting out of here. I really appreciate everybody. YouTube, Facebook, Periscope, Twitter, LinkedIn. I appreciate all of you. Uh, Dustin, get in here for a second. Oops. Hello. Pretty, pretty good format. What were you seeing? Uh, a lot. <laughs> um, I was trying to keep track of the comments, but they, they're going by so fast that it's... Sure. Yeah. And then at the same time, just having the people coming I don't, in. I don't see LinkedIn comments on the comments. Let me take a look. Was it streaming on LinkedIn? It was. Um, yeah, I don't see them coming in either. So I'll, I'll double check on that after the stream's over. Okay. Let's go into the Team Gary group and let's uh, let's figure this out. Cool. Anyway, thank you for everybody watching. As we end today's podcast, I want to give a huge shout out to the people. You know, it's so funny. People that leave reviews and written reviews of this podcast on Apple, Spotify, and all the other platforms just mean the world to me. You've taken an extra 13 to 95 seconds to show love and also give context to people of why this is a worthwhile podcast. So I appreciate that so much. And even more fun, because uh, I think we all love a little cosign or a shout out or a little awareness. Uh, I'm gonna have the team give a couple of shout outs uh, daily on uh, our favorite reviews. So take it away, which were our favorites this week? Thank you, Gary. Today's shout out goes to You Need This, You Just Don't Know It Yet, written by Carlton Lindsay. Empathy meets practicality. This is a go-to podcast for any and all. I used to think this guy has been saying the same thing for so long. And as soon as I realized that was intentional, things got real interesting. Everybody's got an unlock. Listen long enough and you'll find yours. Love you, G. Thank you so much for writing in, Lindsay. And remember to leave your review for a chance to be featured next.